Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Growing with Joe podcast or welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Johanna. Happy Easter if you're listening to this and if you celebrate it. I'm actually recording this episode the day before Easter, but by the time I edit it and get it uploaded, it will be after the holiday. But I hope you guys enjoyed your time off of work, spring break if you're in high school or college, or just like spending time with your family. Where I'm at, the area I'm in, it's supposed to be really nice this weekend, actually, which is so nice. I'm so tired of the cold. I talked about that in last week's episode, but I'm just so happy to be on break and finally see my friends. I haven't seen some of my friends since New Year's. Like, what? (laughs) I remember last year, this was before all of us were in college and we all were working a lot and we all had busy schedules. We would hang out like all the time constantly and it's just so hard being an adult because like we're all working like our schedules are all different we all have big workloads of like homework and essays so it's just so hard when you have a few friends to get all of your schedules lined up and to be able to hang out so I haven't seen some of them in forever but I did see some of them the other day I had my friends come over and we hung out in my hot tub it was really nice but Yeah, I'm just so ready to be done with school and for it to be summer. I honestly don't even know when my last day of college is. I should probably figure that out. (laughs) But I'm assuming it's like the first week of May. We usually get done pretty early, but I'm honestly not sure. But we are going to move on to the weekly affirmation. If you're new to the pod and you don't know what I'm talking about, in the beginning of every episode, I share an affirmation to start your day or your week off great on a positive note. So today's affirmation is, I owe it to myself to be kind to myself. Big yes to that. Please give yourself grace and be kind to yourself. We all mess up. We all fail. We all have insecurities. We all have bad days. Nobody is perfect. And that's literally normal. Like, I feel like, especially today in our generation with social media, it is so hard to separate reality from what we see online. You're only seeing people's successes. You're only seeing highlights and people's best moments. You're only seeing people's best pictures that they picked out and their curated feeds. And it's so hard to see that. And not compare your life and your looks to what you're consuming online. Social media is not real life. Like, I will be the first to say that. Please remind yourself of that. But you're doing amazing. You're exactly where you need to be. And your mind and your body deserve all of the kindness, grace, and love that you can give it. But 
Yeah, that is the affirmation of the week. I do get all these affirmations from the app called I Am. It's free on the App Store if you want to get it for yourself. I absolutely love it. And it sends you affirmation notifications. And I swear it's so weird. Like the app knows when I need an affirmation. Like if I'm in a bad mood or if I'm struggling, I swear I always get affirmation notifications at the most convenient times. It's great. (laughs) But now we are going to do the weekly favorites. If you're new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, every week I share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food, product, activity, literally anything. So I am currently in a new era. (laughs) I swear I enter a new era every single month, probably because I'm a Sagittarius and we get bored of things very easily and switch up our personalities all the time. But anyways... Recently, I have been very into dressing just very classy and grown. Like, I've been wearing heels with all of my outfits. I bought a few new skirts and some new heels recently, and I'm just so into dressing very feminine and chic. I don't know. It's a vibe. And it's so weird because my style used to only be street style. Like, I would always wear sneakers. Jordans, Air Force Ones, cargo pants, and I was never into wearing dresses, heels, or skirts, especially heels. Like, I hated heels for the longest time because they were so uncomfortable, but now I love them just because they're so cute. (laughs) But I don't know. I've just been like playing with my style recently, and it's been so fun. I just feel like I'm in my feminine energy the most when I'm like wearing outfits like that. It's so fun, it's a vibe. But a few days ago, I went out with my best friend and I wore this button up silk top with a skirt and heels and I just felt like the main character the whole day. (laughs) I did post a picture and a reel on Instagram and a few TikToks and if you guys don't follow me already, literally, what are you doing? No, I'm kidding. But all of my socials are at Johanna Coopy if you want to see what I'm doing more in my personal life. I have more fashion and lifestyle content on my Instagram and then more motivation content on my TikTok. But I also wanted to share what I did this week. I said that I would update you guys in last week's episode, but my friend and I, we went to this area in our city called Lawrenceville. It's literally so cute there. First, we went to this diner for breakfast, and the theme there was so cute. It reminded me of a library. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. They had books hanging from the ceiling. It was so cool. And then the decor in there was just very old school. And then after that, we went to a few boutiques, and we shopped. We also went to this coffee shop that was really cute inside, And then later that night, we went to a Mexican restaurant and a bar that had this outdoor patio. And it was super nice outside that day. Um, They also had string lights outside. It was just so cute. I say that about everywhere we go. But my friend and I, we are just really good at finding the good spots in our area. (laughs) What can I say? But that was the weekly favorite. Sorry that I just went on a whole tangent for no reason. Also, really quick self-promo before we get into today's topic. If you missed last week's episode, I did mention that I made an Instagram account specifically for this podcast. I've been posting affirmations, quotes, and some of my TikToks. I've also been posting stories where I ask you guys questions about future Q&As, topics, polls, and all sorts of stuff. So 
If you want to be more involved with the podcast and have your questions answered in future episodes, you guys should totally go follow that account. The username is Growing with Joe Podcast. But I will have it linked down below in the show notes, of course, along with all of my other socials. But thank you to those of you that did follow it already and DM me and ask me questions and interact with my content. It means the world. But I'm going to stop rambling finally, and we are going to get into our topic for today. So many of you guys voted on this topic. I was really surprised. I had a poll on one of my previous episodes for you guys to choose which topic you wanted me to talk about. And the two options were how to create your dream life and how to turn your pain into power. And the two votes actually came very close. It was almost a tie. So I decided to do both topics since a lot of you guys wanted to hear about this one as well. So today I'm going to be talking about getting better versus getting bitter and why you should turn your pain into power instead of letting it stop you. And before I start, I want to give a little bit of a backstory so that you guys can see where I'm coming from and how I navigated this and did it myself and why I felt compelled to talk about this with you guys. So I did not have the best childhood in the entire world growing up. My parents got divorced when I was six. I grew up in a very dysfunctional family where there was a lot of fighting, a lot of miscommunication or no communication at all. There were always court battles. My brother and I would go back and forth houses every week and... When my parents got divorced, my mom moved into an apartment complex and she had no money. She was barely able to pay rent and buy food for us. Sometimes after work, she would go to food pantries to get free canned foods because she couldn't afford groceries. I remember her crying all the time about not having any money and not knowing how she was going to pay the bills and... I remember one year when I was really young, she couldn't afford to get me a present for my birthday, which is fine. Like, obviously, I didn't need it, and I'm not holding that against her. But I'm just telling you guys, like, that's how little money we had. Like, she couldn't even afford to go to Walmart and buy one $10 toy, you know? And there was lots of therapy, counseling, CPS, and I had to grow up very quickly at a very young age and learn how to be there for myself and take care of myself. And that is just the very tip of the iceberg. That's the very surface level of everything that went on in my family. There is so much more to it, but I don't exactly feel comfortable sharing everything on this platform just yet. Maybe one day I will and go more in detail, but Yeah, I just I didn't grow up in the best circumstances and I would look at the other kids in my school growing up and I was jealous of them, to be honest, because the other kids in my school, they had great relationships with their parents and their parents were still together and they had a good family dynamic. It wasn't toxic and chaotic like mine. And the other kids in my school, they always had the nicest clothes and the nicest shoes and the newest iPhones and They had everything handed to them and everything they wanted. And my mom couldn't even afford groceries. And then in high school, a lot of the kids in my grade, their parents were buying them brand new cars and paying for their college tuition. And I didn't have that luxury. And I felt like so many other people that I knew personally were set up for success and they would get everything they wanted. And I felt like I was never going to have that. I felt like I wasn't going to amount to anything because I didn't grow up with the luxury and the privilege of having money. So 
I thought that it would be impossible to achieve that or live the lifestyle that I always wanted to live because I thought that in order to make money, you needed to have money to begin with and come from a rich family that would pay for your college tuition and know people that have connections and basically the roots to do that. And for a while, I became really depressed and mad at the world because I was mad that I grew up in a lack. I was mad at the circumstances I was given. I was mad about everything I had to go through as a child. I was mad about not having the same luxuries as my peers around me. I was mad that I had to work 10 times harder than the kids in my school to have the things that I wanted. And I was depressed because I felt like I was never going to amount to anything or be as successful as everybody else. And I let that pain get to me and define me. I let it break me down for a while. And I was just mad at myself. I was mad at my circumstances and mad at the world. And I was living in a victim mentality. I thought, well, since I never grew up with money, that means I'm never going to have money. Since I had a bad childhood, that means I'm going to have a bad life. Since I grew up having poor relationships, I'm never going to be in a healthy relationship. And I just let my past and my circumstances define me and break me down until my mom told me this quote, and I will never forget it. She said, we cannot control our circumstances, but we can control how we react to them. And that quote really changed my entire mindset. I realized, okay, I can either sit here and continue to throw a pity party for myself, make excuses, complain, and not do anything about it, or I can make a change. No, I did not have the best circumstances or childhood growing up, but that doesn't mean it needs to stay that way. That doesn't mean that that has to be the final result of my life. I can get up and do something about it. I can break these generational curses and do better. I know that I've talked about this in previous episodes, but this is why I get so annoyed and it's one of my biggest pet peeves when I'm around someone who is actively operating in a victim mentality and continuing to make excuses and complain about their situation, but put in no effort to change because that was me. That was my mindset and the way that I acted. I was depressed about my circumstances in my life, not knowing what I wanted to do, feeling like I was never going to make it, feeling like I was always going to be stuck in the same situation. So I just said, screw this. I'm going to party all the time. I'm going to throw my life away. My grades tanked, even though I was an excellent student. I'm going to lay in bed all day until 3 p.m. watching Netflix. And that only made my depression and my situation worse than it already was. I almost let that pain get to me and define me. I almost fell into those generational curses and I almost went down a really bad path. And I just hit a rock bottom and I really had to sit with myself and reflect. And I was like, this is not you. This is not who you're meant to be. This is not the path you're meant to go down. You've always wanted more for yourself. You have so much potential. You have so many dreams. You're smart. You're talented. And you're just going to throw all of that away because you're in pain. And you're going through some hardship right now and a rough time right now. And you were dealt some bad cards. And something switched in me. And I realized I have to go after my dreams and pursue my passions. I cannot let my past define me. And determine what the rest of my life is going to be like. That's up to me to make a change. I can't just waste my life and waste my potential. And I thought about how much I would regret just not even trying and going for it. Like I had this really specific picture in my head of 
me in the future being 50, 60 years old and just miserable. And looking back at my younger self being disappointed that I never pursued my dream life. And I never went after the things that I actually wanted to do and made me happy. And I just threw my life away. And that was basically my reality check to get my life together and get to work. And at the time, I didn't even care if it worked or not. I just knew that I had to try at the very least and go for it. Like I thought if I try and fail, that's okay. I have to just at least try instead of just sitting here in my room, rotting in my bed, depressed about my life and doing absolutely nothing to change. Like I really don't think that I would be able to live with myself if I just accepted my circumstances and gave up all my dreams and lived a very mediocre life that I didn't actually want to live and do things that I didn't want to do and just think inside the box and never pursue any of my passions. I know that I would be absolutely miserable if I lived my life that way and I have so much more drive, I'm so much more passionate, I'm happier, and I look forward to every new day and every new opportunity now that I know I'm actually doing something about it. Like, even though this podcast isn't in the top charts right now, and I'm not even close to where I want to be, I'm extremely happy with myself because I know that I'm actively trying and it's paying off. I'm going for it instead of being lazy and doing nothing about my situation. That's what matters is that I'm doing something about it and I'm making a change to better myself in my life. I saw this quote and it said, in 20 years, you will be more disappointed by what you didn't do rather than what you did. And that stuck with me when I first read that. That was when I kind of like spiraled and had that picture of my future self just miserable and disappointed at my younger self for not going after the things that I wanted despite my circumstances. And that was when I got to work and decided to make lifestyle changes. That's one of the reasons that I made this podcast. It's because I see myself in other people. And if I can help one person and motivate or inspire one person to get up and change their life for the better, that makes me so happy. And I've gotten so many DMs from you guys telling me how much I've helped you through rough times and motivated you to do better. And it means the world. But the whole point of this episode is that I don't want to see you guys go down that path that I was going down. I don't like seeing people operating in a victim mentality or making excuses about their actions and their situation because I want to see them do better and live the best life that they can possibly live. You deserve more than the circumstances you were given. You deserve more than the pain and the experiences you've been through. But it's ultimately up to you to make that change. And... Decide whether you're going to let that define you and be the end result or whether you're going to make a change for yourself. Your mentality is either your biggest weakness or your biggest strength. And what I mean by that is you can let that pain break you down. You can let that pain get to you. You can let it define you. You can get bitter and stay mad at yourself or stay mad at that person, stay mad at the world, or you can get better. That is what you can control, how you react to pain in certain situations. For example, if someone says something that really hurts you, let's say a teacher of yours told you that your dream is stupid and you'll never make it that far and you should just stay in school and forget about it. You cannot control what that teacher said to you. You can't control their words and what comes out of their mouth directed towards you, but you can control whether you let their words break you down or not. 
You can control whether you choose to listen to them or not. You can control whether you choose to go for it or not. You can either let their words affect you negatively or you can turn that pain into power. I've always thrived pretty well off of negativity for the most part. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I guess it could be both. <laughs> but if someone tells me that I can't do something, it makes me want to do it 10 times harder. I'm like, oh, you think I'm not capable of doing this? Let me do it 10 times harder then and shove it in your face. <laughs> Like there have been times where I've had family members discourage me and say negative things to me and it only motivated me more. Like obviously no one feels good when someone is rude to them or putting them down. It doesn't make me feel happy. Like a normal reaction is to become upset when someone says something mean and I have gotten upset for a little but I never let those words completely break me down or stop me. For me, being underestimated or misunderstood is just another motivation factor. It drives me to want to do better and show them what I'm capable of. And I could have let some of my family's words stop me, but I didn't. That's where your mindset and your reaction comes into play. And the same goes for my childhood and my past experiences. It only drives me to work harder so that I never have to experience poverty again and money scarcity. I want to work hard so that I can make enough money to be financially free and live very comfortably and not have to live paycheck to paycheck worrying about how I'm going to pay the bills. I rarely got to go on vacation when I was younger, so I work really hard now so that I can do that. I work hard now so that I can buy myself nice things that I was never able to have when I was really young. I had the choice to stay in the same spot and be stuck in the same situation for the rest of my life or make a positive change. I did it for myself, and you should too. You being in a bad situation right now and you not being happy currently should be enough motivation for you to change in itself. Like, you should literally ask yourself, do I want to be stuck like this forever? That's what I had to do. I really had to sit with myself and have that self-reflection and that self-accountability. And as sad as this sounds, every person on the planet is inevitably going to experience painful situations in their life. Nobody has a perfect life. We all experience heartbreak, loss of a loved one. You might get laid off. You might have had a bad childhood. But if a painful experience happens to you, you have the choice to become bitter and get worse or get better. Your reaction is a choice. You can either go the route and choose to say, why is this happening to me? This is the worst situation ever. My life is horrible. Things will never get better. Or you can ask yourself, what is this teaching me? What good can I find in this situation? How can I get better from this? That is the mindset switch that you need to have. Let's say you got laid off from your job. You can react badly and immediately go into scarcity mode and think, there's no way I'm going to pay the bills. I'm never going to make this much money ever again. My life is terrible. I hate that company. Or you could react positively and think, maybe the universe is giving me a sign and it's redirecting me to better opportunities. This can open more doors for me. I'll have more time on my hands to work on my side hustle and pursue other things. It's not about what happens to you. It's about how you handle it. You either take what has been dealt to you and allow it to make you a better person or make you worse. And 
I'm not saying this to hurt anyone's feelings, but this is the bluntness that I needed to hear when I was extremely depressed. I was self-isolating, rotting in my room, doing self-sabotaging and unhealthy behaviors, doing nothing to improve my situation. But no one is coming to fix you or save you. Of course, it's unfortunate that you're going through a rough time and you've been through hardship and I have compassion for that. But you have to learn how to get up and move on with your life eventually. We cannot go back in time and erase what happened to us and what we went through. Of course, you should feel your feelings and cope with them and go to therapy and work through them. But you shouldn't be stuck in the past forever. If you're always thinking in past tense and dwelling on those situations, you're missing what's right in front of you currently and all that's ahead and in store for you in the future. Like one example of this is, let's say you went through a bad breakup. You didn't end on good terms with this person. You're still keeping tabs on them, stalking their social media. You're not going to therapy and healing from the situation. You're trying to get revenge on them, make them jealous or whatever instead of working on yourself. And you just become a really bitter person. But there's an amazing guy or girl that wants to take you out and be in a relationship with you. But you're so busy dwelling on the past dwelling on this person or the situation instead of working on yourself and you're going to miss out on an amazing opportunity to have this great person in your life instead of getting bitter you can get better for yourself so that you attract better instead of being so worried about making this person jealous or getting revenge you could be taking all of that time and energy to heal go to therapy read books do the inner work and ask yourself what can I learn from that past relationship? What were my toxic traits and things that I can work on right now so that I can be better for my future partner? Getting bitter gets you absolutely nowhere. In fact, I would argue that it makes your situation worse. And the truth is, the world moves on whether we like it or not. You cannot stop time. The sun rises and sets day after day. Tomorrow is a new day. And you have the choice to be just 1% better than you were yesterday or be stuck in the same situation in the same mindset. Whining and complaining about the circumstances you were given or what you've been through continuously is not going to help your situation if we're being real. And before anyone gets my words twisted up, I'm not talking about occasionally venting and talking about your feelings. I'm talking about the people that are just always in a victim complex always self-sabotaging, always negative, putting in no effort to work on their mindset and their situation. Like, I literally cannot be around people like that. They infuriate me, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I've always just been very self-aware and emotionally intelligent, and I just want the best for everyone around me. But I get so mad when people lack that self-awareness or maturity. And I also believe that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. If all of your friends act like that, they're not going to grow. A victim complex will get you nowhere but stuck in the same situation, in the same mindset that you've always been in. So if you want to grow and do better, I suggest not spending time with people like that. But anyways, that's kind of off topic. Now I'm going to be talking about how to turn the pain into power. So the first thing that I recommend is taking a deep look into the situation and assessing how that affected you. So let's say it had something to do with your childhood like me. I asked myself, what hurt me in my childhood? What did I go through? Why did this hurt me? 
How did this make me feel? And I answered all of those questions. And I suggest that you do the same. If you have a journal, I suggest writing down all of these questions and answering them yourself. And it doesn't have to be only about your childhood. It can be about any situation that pained you in your past. But actually take the time to self-reflect. You would be surprised at how many people don't do that. And if you go to therapy, I suggest doing this exercise with your therapist or working through it with them. Obviously, I'm not a licensed professional, so I do suggest that you get a therapist. This is just my advice if you cannot afford therapy or something like that. But then after you're done self-reflecting, that is when you come up with a plan. So ask yourself, how can I better myself? How can I take the steps to improve my situation? What can I do differently this time? How can this negative situation positively impact me in the long run, even though it doesn't seem like it right now? I say this all the time. You guys are probably so sick of hearing this, but everything is mindset. Your mindset can have such a huge impact on your life and your actions. Think about it. If I'm saying to myself every day, my life sucks. Things are never going to get better. It's always going to be this way. I'm never going to be motivated to change. Who would? If I'm negative and closed-minded all the time, nothing is going to be different. I'm literally manifesting those bad things to happen. And by not thinking positively or optimistically, all of those horrible thoughts that I'm feeding myself every day will stay that way. Whereas if I come up with a plan and I choose to be optimistic, even if I don't want to be in that moment, things will change for the better. I think a lot of people don't realize that when you tell yourself things day after day, your mind starts to believe those things, good or bad. So really be careful about the beliefs that you are saying to yourself every day. To do differently, you need to think differently and rewire your beliefs about yourself and your life. So instead of always thinking negatively, like I grew up poor, so I'm always going to be poor, that teacher's right, I'll never be successful, that hate comment on Instagram was true, I'll never make it in life, that breakup was bad, I'll never be loved again, I lost my job, I'll never find an opportunity that good again, you have to change the way you see yourself and your life positively. The things that you believe subconsciously, they manifest. So rather than saying, I grew up poor, I'll always be poor. Tell yourself, I grew up poor, but I have the power to change my situation for the better. It's up to me to make that change, and I plan to do that. Or instead of thinking, that teacher's right about me, I'll never be successful, and let them break down your self-esteem and stop you, think of how you can make a plan to be successful and do it instead of letting their negative and limiting beliefs affect you. We all have doubts and negative thoughts sometimes. I'm not denying that. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. But the key to turning your pain into power is not letting them control you and take over your whole life. Don't let them win. Simple as that. Whatever negative person, thing, or experience is causing you pain, don't let it win. Let you and your happiness win. Instead of putting all your focus into the past and what hurt you, put all of your focus into how you're going to change that for yourself and what's in store in the future for you. The moment that you stop believing in yourself and you let those people or those experiences get to you is the moment you let your pain and your self-doubt win over you. Don't let that happen. That would be such a shame. I know that each and every one of you listening to this episode right now has something special inside of you. 
you all have drive because this podcast is all about self-improvement and leveling up. And if you are one of my frequent listeners, I know that you have potential because you're taking the time out of your day to listen to this and do better. That's the first step. You are worth so much more than what happened to you. You're worth more than what was said to you. You're worth more than all of your struggles that you've been through. So work for what you actually deserve and what you actually want. And don't give up on yourself. Things always get hard right before the level up. Remember that. But that is all I have to say for today's episode. I love you guys and you're all so amazing. So many of you have shared your stories with me over DM and all of the hardships and the things that you've endured and pushed through. And if no one has told you this, I'm really proud of you all. Like I said, you all have so much potential. I know it. Don't give up on yourself just because it's hard right now. This is coming from someone who has been through a lot in her life. And I can honestly say that things do get better and work themselves out. Everything will be okay, even if it doesn't seem like that at all right now. Just keep your head up, stay optimistic, and turn your pain into power. You'll be the strongest person you know. But if you liked today's episode, I would appreciate it so, so much if you followed the podcast. We're almost at 7,000 Spotify followers, which is crazy. Um, I would also love it if you left a rating and turned on the notification bell so that you guys know every time I upload a new episode. And if you could share this episode with a friend or a loved one who you think might need to hear this advice, it would mean the absolute world to me. Also, like I said earlier, if you want to follow my socials and connect with me, I will have them all linked down below in the show notes for you guys. But I think that is everything. This episode was on the shorter side. We're only at like 33 minutes, but I didn't want to keep repeating myself and sound like a broken record. I didn't think there was anything else to say. (laughs) I wanted to keep it short and sweet for you guys. Just a nice little pep talk and some motivation for the week. But yeah, thank you so, so much for listening. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.